the only reason why people hold themselves back is that they don't see the opportunity. Like people are so um, surprised how other people just really step up to roles and yeah. like people will take on more responsibility. You just have to show them the value. And, yeah. and like with that comes like a raise for sure. And that's totally no problem, but yeah. it is so incredibly worth it. Like there's nothing you can't delegate. I would really say like all of my painters are completely independent. Like they start themselves, produce the project and then, and then wrap up the project themselves. So for me to be able to be away for a day or even a week is like totally not a problem. And that's just so interesting because I've never had that experience before, but it's yeah. because I put those systems in place and had those conversations with those people and really got organized so that they are able to do the things they need to do so that I can totally not, like go to Toronto, like, yeah. you know, have fun and not be on the job site as much as yeah. you know I have in the last two years. And it's been such an incredible, you know, learning curve and it's been really great. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. I have an amazing, amazing young leader uh, by the name of Madeline Quirk. She is in her third year, about to enter her fourth year in the program, and just just remarkable. You know, um, one of the things about business and about the results economy is sometimes the results don't go the way you want. And for Maddie, she actually really, really struggled in her fourth year, in her first year. She'll talk about why and talk about the types of mindsets that she was having that created that and it's just been absolutely unbelievable the transformation she's made from her first year now and then into her second and third and and i know that that it's just going to continue um who she is as a leader who she is developing people in the business uh i know you're going to love this podcast just so motivating so inspiring and you know you know what we're up to we're up to finding other amazing young leaders so if you know any uh, young leaders who are looking for a really, really incredible organization where they can learn, they can develop like Maddie has, please send them my way, Thompson at studentworks.com, or that you can send them to studentworks.com and check out all the incredible testimonials that we have. And you can just send them this podcast. Thanks so much. Have an unbelievably fantastic day. So Maddie, so excited to have you on the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for today. Well, fantastic. So, so Maddie, explain what you were like before the program. You know, like, mm -hmm. you know, so before first year Western, you know, any frustrations that you had, who was Maddie Quirk? Yeah, I was pretty frustrated um, because I really felt like I outgrew my job. I worked as a host and I was very frustrated with the management I saw at my work. And I really could see as, as an employee how that impacted our company culture. Um, and I just felt very stuck because you see all these entrepreneur posts and they always say, you know, find what you're good at, work really hard and be successful at it. Yeah. But I found for me, it was very confusing because I didn't know where to start or how to get started. So I just felt very stuck because I wasn't working towards my future, not not towards my school or in my work. So I felt very stuck and was very uninspiring. Yeah. And that's why, like, when I, you know, found out there's an opportunity to run my own business, I was really inspired because I could totally see what I was able to do through my own, you know, abilities. And I was really excited about that. But before it was pretty inspiring not being able to be in that position, I would say. 
Yeah, no, I can totally get that. And the reality is, is that there aren't that many great student positions to have, right? Yeah. Like, and there really is no, you know, I'm the host of a, a restaurant while in full-time school, you know, <laughs> what, what's the next thing? Can I be the manager? Yeah. You know, well, that would yeah. be tough. I'm in full-time school. So it, you know, you kind of get the limitations and that's why, again, this business is built around, you know, kind of defanging all those limitations so yeah. that our students can take so much responsibility on and growth, et cetera, to really, really grow tremendously. So why don't you tell us about your first year experience uh, in, in the business? Yeah, my first year, it's so interesting seeing, because this is my third year, as you know, but, you know, developing in the last three years. But in my first year, I definitely learned a lot. Um, it's so interesting. I think, you know, I was this 18-year-old coming into my first year, and I really did think I knew everything. Right. And, you know, I realized that's how I lived my entire life, like with my relationships in school with all my friends. You know, I had a huge ego. Mm -hmm. And through, you know, a lot of coaching and being, you know, against such a challenge, I really did realize, you know, the value in really just being present, listening to people so that you are able to actually achieve the things you need to do without having an ego in, in, in the way. Right. So I learned a, a bunch in my first year. I, I did a lot of painting, but I did realize, you know, a bunch for myself and I've, I learned a lot and it really helped me be able to succeed. Like what I'm able to now, I think, I think the biggest thing in general is the value of accountability that allows you to take control over the success in your life from my first year. So, yeah, let's dig into that a little bit because literally your business now is, you know, is it six times bigger or something like that than your, your first year? So, so, you yeah. know, and again, there's, there's one thing about life is you can't get away from the numbers, yeah. like say what you want, but the numbers speak. The numbers yeah. speak. And so, so there's something completely different going on mm -hmm. from, you know, who were you being? And, and by the way, as well, one of the cool things is for everyone, you know, Maddie worked with Luke who works with me directly. So, so, <laughs> so who were you being in those coaching calls, you know, in the spring and the, in the early yeah. summer of your first, first year, who were you being? I had an excuse for everything, Love for it. whatever happened, the reason why I acted the way I did. There was always an excuse and always a reason. And it was just someone's fault except my own. <laughs> and so that great. doesn't work in life. Like, honestly, <laughs> it doesn't work. That only no. gets you so far. Yeah. No, I, I, I remember that. And I remember as well, you were very difficult, very difficult. Yeah. Didn't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so amazing how just incredibly easy you are, you know, and just wonderful to deal with and inspiring and just, just light and easy, you know, and just this, this transition. But that's what it is when what's Maddie said so far, she yeah. said, I had to be right. My ego yeah. was in the way, you know, very uh, you right know. And wrong. Yeah, yeah, very right and wrong. Totally and, not present in conversation. Yeah. Not really listening to you. Luke, yeah. what do you know? You know, yeah, what, would, what, what could you know? Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's hard of, to live your life defensively. Like it doesn't work, right? Yeah. Like how can you take coaching if you are not looking at it from a place of let's get better and this is what we need to do? And yeah. I totally wasn't seeing it at all in my first year. And, yeah. and it made sense why I ran. Such <laughs> <business>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <totally. laughs> so I know, I, you know, you know, again, we don't have to dig in through, through all the, the, the challenges, but, but again, it's, it's like jobs were misquoted, jobs yeah. went sideways, difficult. And then, yeah. and then, 
you know, was there a point you think in your first summer? Like, that's what I kind of recall. There's a point in your first summer. It's like you started to get it. Like you started to give up that. Like, is that, is that fair? Yeah, no, it was so interesting. I was just talking with Luke about this yesterday. Um, but I, I specifically remember the conversation. I remember I was talking with Luke on one of our max meetings and he goes, Maddie, like, what is it going to take for you to get it together? Like literally, what is it going to take? And when he said that, I was like, I have been so in my own ways, so ingrained in my personality, in my life, in my habits that even, you know, running a small business and having all of these challenges still wasn't enough for me to face myself until we had that conversation. I remember just being like, wow, like I have been living my life so out of integrity, blaming other people for my results, not taking accountability for my own success. And it was when Luke and I had that conversation because there was no other, there was no other perspective, like literally sit down, look at what you're doing, Maddie, all of these problems are in your life like what is it going to take because right. it's it's not taking you know the failure in your business the failure in relationships like what is it going to take and i remember just sitting down reflecting and being like i just need to shift my mindset and i need to face myself and that's something i did not do the entire summer right because i used to you know procrastinate you know blame other people but it's like i need to face myself and that's what i was procrastinating my entire life and it was that conversation where i was like no like that is the only thing it's going to take. There's nothing else I can do. Like, this is what has to happen if I want to have a successful life. And it was, and I'll never forget that conversation. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, mm-hmm. and then I saw, you know, you really started to say, okay, let's go in right, right size. Cause, cause you know, for our leaders, when you're not being accountable, when you're not being responsible, well, guess what's not going to happen. You're not going to be profitable. Yeah. You know, you're going to have breakdowns in your relationship with your customers and your team. So, so it's like yeah. Maddie went and said, okay, I'm going to go and paint the rest of these jobs with some people and let's, let's go and be profitable from here on. So yeah. you gain confidence, right. And you, you concluded that first summer you know, powerfully, you know, like not crazy powerfully, but powerfully, yeah. right? Like as hey, powerful as you can. <laughs> that's it from that spot, Even, right? Yeah. yeah. And and then, you know, so so Maddie would have been one of the weakest operators we were to turn by the numbers, not yeah. by what we expected from Maddie. And then what happened that next year? What like because you could see it right off the bat, by the way, Maddie. Yeah. That you were no longer that same person. Like you just came out of the gates and firing all c- c- cylinders. Well, I left that year being like, I left so much on the table. It is unbelievable. I know what I want for myself. I saw the opportunity of the results oriented opportunity. And I totally saw that I just missed the ball by a long shot. So for my second year, I'm like, it was, it was just that mindset shift where it's like, I need to be accountable for everything in my life so I can be in control of my success. Right. So in, in my second year, that was like the big COVID impact, or that was the biggest impact COVID had on a lot of businesses. That's when we were kind of unsure if we were going to run the businesses or if we were going to be able to paint uh, during COVID, which was last year. And I just really realized, and I didn't let any other external factors impact me. I knew what I wanted for myself. So I just had to put the impact and put the systems in place to hold my commitment so that I am able to just go absolutely crush. And in that year, I tripled my revenue and like quintupled my profit, which is just absolutely insane. Which was really cool. It was it was cool going from a position of me being a painter to me, you know, actually managing people and tripling my business given it was a pandemic. Yeah. But it was, it was a really, it was really amazing. Yeah. And, and again, previous to the pandemic, you really had it 
going on, right? Like you came into, I remember you had, you came into training. You were, you, 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 again, it was kind of, a, I'm making a statement. This is going to happen. I'm going to book work even before the, the training started. Isn't, isn't that where you were at? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, I was very inspired by my own, you know, you could call it, you could call it failure. It's like, this is where I was. And I took accountability for it. And when you take accountability for your failure, you can take accountability for your success. And I know myself as a person, I know I'm not, you know, there's nothing bad about it. It's just, I totally went about it, you know, not the best way in my first year. And I totally knew that there was a better way that I could achieve way more success. So right off the the hop, I held myself way more accountable to the input I put into my business. And, you know, because it's really cool too, because other people see what you're doing. They want to call you. They want to talk to you. They want to yeah. pick your brain. So it also increased like my leadership. Like here I was like going from such like running small sales to it's like people are calling me, asking me for advice. And it was the yeah. coolest thing ever. Cause it's like, finally, instead of me calling other people, I'm the one they're calling. Absolutely. <laughs> Just such an incredible opportunity uh, through like really your own input, because it's so awesome being in a position where you are able to get the success you strive for you're in control of so now all you have to do is do it and that's why it's just so much easier to get over those mental barriers by running my first year you know i got a lot of confidence it's like yeah there's definitely a lot of challenges for sure but i was still able to do something i thought i was not i i had no idea that i was going to be able to you know run a painting business like that's insane i don't know anything about painting and just like through that confidence and coming coming over those challenges, it really made me realize like there is nothing we can't do and there's no barrier you can't overcome. And when I was truly in that mindset, I'm like literally nothing is stopping me from being successful. Like not even me now, now, <laughs> not even me. This is perfect. Let's go crash. And that's why we were able to be successful. No, no. And certainly, certainly we are our, our best, uh, best enemy, uh, for yeah. sure. If, if we're working against us, it's, it's, it's really going to be hard to have our life work. So for mm-hmm. sure. You know, we get in that alignment and, and so much of that is around integrity, you know, like yeah. you said, committing to those inputs, doing the inputs, right? Like that's life is yeah. pretty simple in that respect. Yeah. And doing it with intention, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you are the only person holding yourself back. And once you truly accept that, all you have to do is face yourself, which is hard. I get it. A hundred percent. I do understand it, but it's like, it's so incredibly powerful. It's a short term, you know, fight with yourself for such a long term amount of results. So yeah. And I can tell now, you you know, you just, you're really just in a completely, or, you know, as of that time, you're really in a completely different space. You're just yeah. building and growing, you know? Yeah. So what about, what do you think top performers are doing differently? I know you, you, you hang out with a lot of the top performers, you, you know, so what do you think they're doing differently in the business? Yeah. Kind of related to that, but I would definitely say like the Mm, a very powerful trait of a top performer is the integrity they have for themselves. And, you know, because I truly believe you are the one that holds yourself back from your own success through excuses, which is an easy thing to do, by the way, it is so easy to hold yourself or it's so easy to find an excuse why you shouldn't be successful or an excuse to not do the things you said you would do. That is so easy and that is so comfortable. And that's why a lot of people do it, which makes sense. But it's like, you know, when you operate from a place of integrity and not because it's easy or not, you will completely change your life. I know I was just speaking with an operator a couple of weeks ago and he asked me like, Hey, like Maddie, you know, how, how do you find yourself consistently being able to market? Right. How do you find yourself motivated? That's what yeah. he said. And I said, you know, your problem is, is that you're looking for motivation to perform. Yeah. Right. Because the people who 
market or the people who even work out when they feel motivated, when they feel tired or when they don't feel tired, when they feel happy, when they feel good, are going to have a completely different physique from those who operate or when they perform out of their schedule, when they work out, when they market, because it's in their schedule. Those yeah. people are going to have completely different physiques. And I think it is really powerful and it's challenging to just stick to the integrity in your schedule. And those are why people are so, uh, that's why a top performer performs so well, because they do it regardless if they're tired, regardless if they feel motivated. Yeah. Like basically motivation is such a short term, you know, it is just a man-made, the, 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 what is motivation? There's no such thing as motivation. It's just a man-made concept. It's like, if you're operating, regardless if you're motivated or not through integrity, you're going to be able to perform and have a way more powerful life, regardless of like the intention you're, you're coming from. 100%. And, you know, and, and what's true is, is if I see marketing on my schedule from four to seven and I, or five to late or whatever, and I just see it and maybe I'm not feeling so up that afternoon while I've got a lot of options, I can call someone or I can just start and guess what you start. And then all of a sudden you feel motivated. I know when I go on into the gym many, many, many times, I do Mm -hmm. not feel motivated. And once I get started, I always feel more motivated. And then a lot of times I feel crazy motivated. And so so it's, but, but motivation, you can't depend on, or I can't depend on it, but I can depend on my commitment to my goals. Yeah. Commitment to my team. You know, those are things that really really make an enormous difference. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I just, I just love that. So, so I know we were talking earlier just about COVID, you know, I guess you've now dealt with, uh, you know, I guess a whole, I know year and a number of months, you know, dealing with COVID. So how have you, how have you seen that impact you or, or, you know, what, how do you, how do you see things like that? Yeah. And I'll never forget Luke, uh, my business coach. He said to me during COVID, he goes, I know COVID will separate the good salespeople from the best salespeople. And when he said that, that fired me up because nothing motivates me more than a challenge. Mm -hmm. So I knew, and that's just so incredibly true. It's easy to sell when people, when the market is quote unquote good and when everything's good, when everything is good, but it's, you know, during the, 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 the years where it's like, oh, things aren't that good. You know, who are you going to be to be able to be successful during those times? And I think that's such a powerful mindset shift. And for me, I, you know, I already said this early, but during COVID, I honestly forgot it was a COVID year because I was not letting any external circumstances affect my success. Right. It's like, okay, we have this new variable. We're doing, a, we have a pandemic and I understand that. What am I going to do to input into my business differently so that I still get better? And greater results. And that's why I tripled my business because, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't COVID because I tripled my results. I chose to put systems in place so that I can work with what we had and increase my input and increase my success because I was not going to let myself hold myself back from success. And I'm not going to let this pandemic hold me back from success. So for me, I honestly kind of forgot that it was even a thing. Um, But I just put more systems in place where it's like, okay, we can't go door to door marketing. Let's get callers. Let's get people calling. No problem. Let's work with what we have. And then to, to still get success. And that's why I'm so excited to be like a business coach next year, because I would love to be in an opportunity to help people overcome those barriers, like regardless if it's a mindset barrier, regardless if it's a COVID pandemic barrier, to get over those barriers and just really take success full on in their own hands. Right. And it's so easy to do once you kind of get in that mindset. Um, so to me, it didn't really affect me that much. I honestly kind of kind of forgot. I forgot. forgot. Oh, yeah, there's this thing going on. Yeah. I've just been yeah. wearing masks, you know, doing estimates <laughs> yeah. and like, canvassing indoors and all this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
But one of the things as well, it's, it's, you know, when things happen, it's what you do with it. And, and I know one of the things that, that Luke, your district manager did with it was, you know, Hey, how do I engage my leaders in my business to sort of take a bigger role? That was one of the biggest things he did last year. And then he did it again this year. Now everyone's done it again this year. So why don't you describe what that's been like for you as a veteran helping coach other rookies, you know, so Luke's still the coach and your coach coaching other rookies, what you've done and how you've experienced that. You know, I think it'll be really clear what the rookies get out of it, but what are you getting out of that? Well, how are you seeing that experience? Yeah, for me, it's really rewarding because that's what I care about. I saw for myself with the difference between my first and my second year when I overcame those mindset barriers. So for me, there's nothing more fulfilling and nothing more rewarding than be able to make a change in somebody else's life for that exact same reason. Mm -hmm. So when rookies call me and they're like, Oh, I feel unmotivated about this, or, you know, I feel upset or this is happening in my business. When uh, rookies come with me at problems, I get so incredibly excited and fired up because every problem, and this is just so true. Every problem is just an opportunity for breakthrough that you can have in your business that will impact your personal and your business life. And it just gets me so incredibly excited. Right. I've had so many like hour phone calls, like me just pacing back and forth in my room, just so excited, just giving advice, but like picking their brain, you know, I just want to see like why they think the way they do and what we can kind of make them see for themselves so yeah. that they are not operating the way they are because they're upset because they're operating the way they are. Yeah. So it's been, it's been really awesome for me. I spend a lot of time on phone calls and even like just job site visits as well. Like I just saw an operator, Maddie yesterday. Um, I drove down to Toronto literally solely just to help her out. And it's yeah. so motivating. And her roommate was like, you came all the way two hours just to help out Maddie. I'm like, yes, because this is what I love to do. I would love to see, I would just love to see to be the difference, be the person in her life that makes a difference in her life. Like, yeah. I love that. That's so motivating for me. It gets me so incredibly excited. And now like nothing is better. And even like, uh, I was training like my production manager helped and I developed him a lot this year. And it's like, even seeing the impact of my coaching in his life and him telling me, Oh, things he's learned or how he operates differently mm-hmm. is just so incredibly fulfilling because I, uh, you know, you do change people's lives with these conversations and it's just so evident through their performance. Yeah, no, it's really awesome. So our veteran operators are taking on more and more of a role in our, our rookies businesses mm-hmm. like Maddie coaching, extra coaching sessions on the phone, and then also going into their territories and Mm -hmm. doing it. So there's two things going on. One of them is letting them know about the opportunity. And some people say, hey, I'm not all that interested and I'm good. And that's fantastic. And then others say, let me, let me, let me like Maddie. And so, so, and then the other thing is what's making it possible is just what you spoke to. Is, is our veteran leaders are setting up their businesses at so much of a higher level in terms of their leadership, right? And in terms mm-hmm. of letting their leaders be leaders. So, so you're, you drive two hours from, you know, from Stratford to Newmarket to spend the day with Maddie. Well, mm-hmm. the only way you can do that is because your team is really set up with structures and systems. Yeah. So why don't you tell me about your team and all the people who are supporting, you know, your business in Stratford? 
Yeah. And you know, that was the biggest difference between even my second, my third year is the level of delegation. And it's so interesting because I say to people all the time, like I'm running the biggest business I've ever run and doing the least amount of work. And it's just so amazing being in like a consulting position where it's like, it's like, it's not me painting. I'm consulting. I am training people who are training other people. Yeah to to go out and operate the business so throughout the the summer i have a production manager and he was managing like five crews which was really amazing and then i had like a marketer who's interested in doing sales as well so like for me and this is just something i still believe is that the only reason why people hold themselves back is that they don't see the opportunity like people are so um surprised how other people just really step up to roles and yeah. like people will take on more responsibility. You just have to show them the value. And, yeah. and like with that comes like a race for sure. And that's totally no problem, but yeah. it is so incredibly worth it. Like there is nothing you can't delegate. I would really say like all of my painters are completely independent. Like they start themselves, produce the project and then, and then wrap up the project themselves. So for me to be able to be away for a day or even a week is like totally not a problem. And that's just so interesting because I've never had that experience before, but it's yeah. because I put those systems in place and had those conversations with those people and really got organized so that they are able to do the things they need to do so that I can totally not, like go to Toronto, like, yeah. and, you know, have fun and not be on the job site as much as yeah. you know I have in the last two years. And it's been such an incredible, you know, learning curve and it's been really great. Yeah. And it's really cool to see, you know, the results of your own coaching and your own structures and your own own organization just really coming into play to allow you to have more freedom in your life. Yeah, I know it's amazing. I know we 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 have a lot of our alum listen to our podcast. So at this point, some of them might be feeling kind of a little disappointed by the level of coaching <laughs> that I was providing, you know. So Maddie, uh, no one can see, but Maddie's looking, you know, just fantastic and her yeah. her, her 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 nails are, are painted in different colors there's no paint yeah. on her hands at done. all no, there, yeah. there's no, no paint. paint she does yeah. not touch things <laughs> she's in wonderful sweatshirt and yeah. there's no way you'd be wearing that on a paint site so it's fascinating how so many more especially of our veterans um not you know and, and our rookies are working towards it where literally it's like they're just running their businesses out of their home offices yeah, and that's what it feels like. Yeah, that's right. And these businesses are operating, and they're moving the fo- the business better. They're ordering paint weeks weeks ahead, and they're just they're just so again running on the systems and processes of, of the, yeah. the business, and and taking advantage of all the technology that is in the world today to just again make everything work better. And and as you said as well, it's it's your your staff is better. They, they, yeah. Like what, what staff member wants their boss to be looking over their shoulder all the time. And are you yeah. doing this right? Right. Like, you know, that's, that's not, you know, so how do you see engaging with your staff and how have you got them to the level that they're got them? Cause, cause again, we're, we're kind of, it's July 27th right now. Yeah. So Maddie's on her way for a monstrous season, mm-hmm. um, creating all this value, but you know, how have you got your team to the level that you've got? Them? I think really just enrolling them and showing them because people will perform for you if they can tell you care about them. So for me, like I would say I'm actually a pretty more like relaxed boss. Like I really do allow them to, you know, have, have a role and just completely exceed in it and do really well in it because I put systems in place so that I'm super organized. It's like, you know, they are able to do the things they want to do really well because I've given them all the materials. If I properly train them and give them everything they need to succeed, there should be no other reason 
to be successful. And right. I think one of the biggest reasons is because this year I just have such more than the last two years, especially my first year, I have such a high standard of who I want to be in my team. It's like, right. it's unacceptable. We, we're not going to have painters that have touch-ups because I'm not going to do them. That's not, right. that's not how this works. I I'm operating a business. I'm not, I'm not doing painters touch-ups, which right. is fine, but it's like, I think it's just like a high level of like the standard and the quality we have for all of our employees and they understand that. Right. Right. Like they get like, Hey guys, like I really want this work. I love you. And I'm operating from a place of love. Right. In my first year, I used to kind of like fight with my painters. I used to hate my painters. Wonder why that didn't work. Amen. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, totally makes sense. Why I ran a small business, had fights with my painters. I totally get it. This year, like I pay my painters like really well. Yeah. I give them treats all the time. If they, yeah. if they, if it's really hot, I give them short days. Yeah. And you know, usually when I say things like that, people are like, oh, you know, she's they're not performing very well. But when you have hard workers and you give them incentives and you give them bonuses and you show them that, they, that you care about them, they have no problem doing going over the extra mile. Oh, I'll do the client walk arounds, no problem because yeah. I I'm capable. They know what they're capable of, and I hold yeah. them accountable to what they are capable of as well, so that they are really able to get their full potential as a painter and it's like okay like why why do you think these skills are important it's way more than just a painting job just like i we do way more than just running a painting business it's like right we're developing skills in them and we can help make them see the skills they're developing through their day-to-day lives so they are able to you know have better communication for their future careers like it's not just a summer project or it's not just a summer uh job it's really just setting up skills that they will be strengthening for the rest of their lives for their future career for their future yeah school and just showing them the value it's like hey you know it might be stressful you know asking for more money or having these difficult conversations but who do you think you could be if you were totally comfortable with having difficult conversations all the time right right and like a lot of operators ask me it's like you know like maddie how are you so confident having these hard conversations with clients and the only way you get super comfortable with it is just practice and the first one's going to be scary and i get that but just do it scared you know what i mean and it's like you just, you just, you know, just continue to get better and develop as a person and showing them that like, I'm incredibly cheesy. And I talk about mindset stuff all the time with my painters and they probably yeah. think it's so cheesy, <laughs> but you know, it's just so incredibly true. <laughs> like, it's just true. Then I guess Maddie, a lot of people think I'm cheesy then. Cause that, cause <laughs> I do a lot of that around here. So I literally love it. Yeah. So again, I think one of the things I'm hearing is, is that I think a lot of contractors treat their staff like their staff. A lot of contractors, you know, treat their, treat their teams. Oh, they're just capable of this. And so what I hear Maddie and what I hear our business is treating our, our team members, our workers like their leaders and we're developing leaders like at no other time in the history of our business. And so the impact is they get, they're earning more, they're learning more, they're developing more, they're growing more. They're also actually stepping into future leader roles. So they're stepping into future operator roles by we've never had more people come from our worker teams into our operators. And even if they didn't, that's all great just because they're, they're learning to be better leaders. And, and it's, it just is interesting how, how there's just this swirl of a fantastic win, win, win. Yeah. The clients are winning. You know, you, you, the, the whole thing about no touch-ups, 
Well, again, <laughs> what, a, what a great thing for our clients. They come out and they look and they go, wonderful. I, thank you. This is great value for the money you charged me. And I love the fact that it got yeah. all wrapped up and you finished what you started, right? And, and then, for appreciating as well. Yeah, the, teams make, the team members make more money, et cetera. It all wins. Yeah. So what what about what about you, Maddie? You know, just what do you see for your future post student works? And I and I hope you hang out here a long time. But what do you see for your future career? Yeah, I think I just I have fallen in love with the results oriented work. I don't think I could do it any other way. Um, I would love to be a real estate agent and go into real estate and just uh, get real estate as well and invest in real estate. I would love to do that. But kind of you know realizing what I can get by being my own boss and by being in such a results oriented industry that I would, I would just absolutely love to be in a position where I can continue to do that. Right. I would love to, you know, sell homes and, and teach other people how to sell homes. And right. I think student works is a whole bunch and to be able to make that transition a lot easier for me in terms of just like talking to people and being accountable for my own success. Right. So that's, that's where I think I'm going for, for, for now, uh, real estate agent. I think that would be, I think that'd be amazing. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Could transition into real, real estate investing really easily as well. As at the same time. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And so anything you'd like to share with our leaders, uh, the young leaders on this podcast? Um, I think, and this, this again, sounds so cheesy, but I think the biggest thing for people to take away is that don't limit yourself on opportunities because you're scared. If you're scared and you see an opportunity, just do it scared. Yeah. Like I went into this, I went into running a painting business. I had no clue. How to, I, I'm not a handy person. Yeah. I don't know how to run a painting business. And I had no clue how that was going to happen. My family and friends are like, Maddie, what are you doing? Like, that's insane. But it's like, you know, there is such a high reward with high risk activities. And, you know, if you hold yourself accountable to put systems in place, so it limits fear, like there's so much opportunities that people are missing out on because they're just too scared to take them. And it is so sad for me to kind of see as a, as a friend uh, and family members where it's like, I see these opportunities and people are too scared because it's uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That is so incredibly cheesy, but that's how you develop your life yeah. and you won't be able to change unless you change. Yeah, no, it's so true. You know, that we teach the comfort zone strategy, you know, just yeah. getting out of your comfort zone, you know, where does someone want to be on, just on the edge of the comfort zone, you know, yeah. and that, that, you know, yes, there's pain. Yes, there's suffering there. But guess what? You're human. There's no yeah. other way. Just you're just going to choose your suffering. So I choose growth. I choose contribution. Yeah. I choose, uh, you know, trying to make a difference. And rather than like, like, like you said, some other ways of a fear resistance, you know, wondering if I'm good enough, you know, uh, yeah. All those negative mindsets. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, and just reflecting from your actions, like if you do something and fail, that's literally no problem. It's not the failure. That's the problem. It's how you respond to it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, if one bad thing happens, you could, you know, make yourself wrong, sit in your own little, like, uh, what's it called? Like pity, sit pity in your voice. Pity, yeah, 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 exactly. And just be like really upset about it. Or you can take that and learn and grow and do better. And that yeah. choice is yours. Like you can literally choose to live your life. You can be incredibly optimistic, want to achieve more, or you can, or you can feel sorry for yourself and you can choose to, you know, live comfortably and that's okay. But that is a choice that you're making and the choice is yours and the choice is anybody's if they just, you know, kind of step outside of their comfort zone and get really uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. I think that's, a, I think that was a huge thing that I learned in Fantastic. the last three years. So final question, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what comes to mind, Maddie? 
when I think of a leader of tomorrow, I don't have a specific person, but I think, I think when I think of a leader of tomorrow, I just think of the habits somebody would have to be so incredibly successful. Like, and that's, and that's what was big, big thing for me coming from my second to my third year, thinking about who I want to be, to be able to hit the goals I want to be yeah. and it's less of the person, because I do think any person can be a leader of tomorrow. Any person can, can be a top performer, but it's that. those people who wake up on a routine, stick to their schedule and are, are in full integrity. You know, I talked yeah. about that earlier, but integrity is so incredibly important. If you did, everything you said that you would do, could you imagine the life you would have? It would be love insane. It. Yeah. So it'd be the person who wakes up. And it's so interesting too. It's like, you know, I talk, I, I look at my role models, like Joe Kim is a huge role model to me. Every time I call him, he always picks up. And when he doesn't pick up, I said to him, you know, it was, you know, it was surprising to me because he's just so in integrity. He's always picking up. And that phone call that I called, it was the wrong number. And that's why he didn't pick up. <laughs> it's just like people like that. <laughs> it's so, it's the people who can make such an impact by just being in integrity, you know what they're doing, you know what they're saying. And yeah. they are so committed to their life and so committed in their development that they are just so incredibly successful i think it's you know a lot about integrity a lot about intention a lot about commitments as well oh, i love it and i, I love it and, yeah and i just i you know just one thing as well is is you know one of the the new structures we put into place last year is we have these weekly meetings we're big believers obviously in weekly meetings as you know maddie well last year we ran our weekly meetings all year round for all of our veterans <laughs> and so we'll never stop that and so one yeah. of the biggest focuses that we have as we enter into next season or always is, is there's that three month gap and a big focus is around habits. So yeah. what new habit are you going to put into place and yeah. what new, what new thing, you know, and, and, and just because eventually we just become the habits that, that yeah. we are like, that's, yeah. that's who we are is, is it's I'm Chris's habits. Yeah. And that's why when you speak to like student works alumni, even if they're not running the painting business, you can, you can tell that they've done student works and you can yeah. tell that they've got those habits and they implement things that they learned in their, in their life. And not a lot of people like reflect on yeah. certain scenarios and implement it to grow into their lives. But that's just a habit. A lot of student works alumni do. And it's so interesting because you can tell they're student works alumni. Because yeah. <laughs> that no. Yeah. Well, and, and again, one of the great things is getting this at, you know, like you said, at 18 and 19 and 20 yeah. and 21, you're just developing yourself and just you know, staying consistent with those habits. Why would I stop doing this? It's working, 100%. right? Like, you yeah. know, comparing, comparing myself, why would I do that? That would just be insane. So Maddie, just so awesome. And, you know, having you on the leaders of tomorrow podcast, just a rocking, rocking job. And, uh, you know, really excited to see what we can create, obviously this coming year and into the future. Uh, again, have a fantastic day. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I will talk to you later. You betcha. You will. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey leaders, I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca 
slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.